Dateline March 1, 1998. When spoken to, at the Independent National Network Television Headquarters on Welty Street, Ms. D. Spotik, the Director of Programming, said, Our aim, this coming fiscal year, is to further reduce costs and increase corporate profits. We will certainly reduce the use of highly paid actors. If this means more repeat shows, more cheaper to produce shows, including cartoons and more viewer participation so be it. When it was pointed out that there was already far more repeat programming than most viewers could tolerate, Ms. Spotik said what's their problem? 25% of all programming is new. I don't know how we can increase this percentage, without reducing the very cheap to produce shows. Shows like bloopers, even more bloopers, and archival bloopers, are very popular. Also highly rated are those numerous shows that rely on viewers to send in, at their expense, videos of their stupidity. We are very proud of our promotion of these shows. Who could have guessed the public would be so gullible, sorry, I mean amenable, yes that's right, amenable? In a related matter, it is understood by our television affairs correspondent that NBC, CBS, and ABC, along with this country's national networks, have all, finally, come to a momentous agreement. Starting the first of next month, all talk shows, such as David Letterman, Jay Leno, Montel Williams, Rosie O'Donnell, and Keenan Ivory Wayans, will have, by mutual consent, one less guest per show. Because of the possible effect on ratings, this uniformity is considered essential by the programming people. It is understood a serious problem arose as the result of repeated, lengthy and uncontrollable noise made by the show's audience. The inane, loud and unreasonably long screaming and shouting has seriously hampered program producers for some time. It has got so bad that, often, insufficient time has been found for all the guests who have been booked. Program officials found themselves in a bind due to the fact that, traditionally, audiences are requested to applaud by the use of large signs. However, these days, acceptable applause is eschewed by the, usually moronic, people in attendance at such shows. Instead the request for applause is seen, by these people, as an invitation to engage in ear-splitting histrionics. This reduction, in the number of guests, will avoid, the unthinkable, cutting advertisers' time. Surprise and consternation were felt, recently, at the home of Mr. and Mrs. Eric Red Lighterday, of Beaverville. In amongst the usual plethora of unwanted and unneeded trash, delivered by their postal delivery operative, a completely legitimate letter was discovered. At first, I didn't know what it was. Mrs. Lighterday told our reporter. I have heard of such things, but never, actually, seen one. We're all thrilled to bits. Statistics indicate that any further instances, of this rare happening occurring at the Lighterday home, are unlikely. Mr. I am smart, president of the local trades and business association, stated that all his members had undertaken to avoid misleading advertising. He continued by saying, in my own business, of door-to-door driveway repairs and roofing, we undertake never to overcharge or provide false estimates. Neither will we undertake work unless it is absolutely necessary. Complete satisfaction is, of course, guaranteed, or the cost refunded. When asked why his trucks did not show his business name or address, Mr. Smart said they get so dirty, so quickly, it's a waste of money. I would rather the money I save, on not painting these details on my trucks, go towards reducing the price I quote. It is reported that a Mr. I. M. Smart, a local businessman, is due to appear next Monday before the magistrates at the Beaverville Courthouse, Criminal Division. He is to answer 17 charges of false pretenses.